0: Quarters of Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we have a conversation about your life and your money. So give us a call, 888-825-5225 Two Five Five Two Two Five. I'm George Campbell, joined this hour by Rachel Cruz, and we are taking your calls. If you need some confirmation, affirmation, motivation, We can help out with all of those things. There's a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in your life. And we just want to have an honest conversation and be that third party and give you some advice. Debbie is kicking us off in Orlando. Debbie, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Happy to have you. How can we help today?
1: Well, we've been toying with the idea of selling our house. I think we missed our opportunity a few months ago when everybody was buying out houses. But but we've been talking about it even before. Um, everybody else was talking about it because our house is too big for us we're just the two of us now my husband and i and we have a 3500 square foot home with six bedrooms it's just the two of us so we wanted to sell the house but for another reason is the traffic is ungodly here in orlando and the other reason is I have no children or grandchildren anywhere near me. None of them are in the state of Florida. So I'm lonely down here. Why would they do that to you,
2: Debbie? <laughs> so, Why would they do that, that to you? They took all your grandkids. Sweet, Debbie.
1: I know. They so all have so... jobs everywhere, but they all are <laughs> empty people. <laughs> Good. Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> well, you're, you're giving us some logical reasons here to sell. So what's the holdup?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, the problem is that I don't think we can afford to move because we only pay fifteen hundred dollars a month for this house.
0: Because of the mortgage.
1: So, uh huh.
0: What's the mortgage? What's left on it?
1: Two twenty-five.
0: And what's the house worth? Six ten. Okay, so you're going to get out of this thing with plenty of equity.
1: Yeah, but I can't even find a three hundred thousand two bedroom two bath house. That, where
2: are where you where are you, want, where you wanting to move, Debbie? Are you wanting to stay in Orlando or just down, and and just downsize?
1: Well, my husband wants to stay in Orlando, I'd like to live closer to the kids, but he doesn't want to make a choice between Alabama, Texas, and Alaska. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Quite the spread there, if (laughs) we're going to be honest. All right.
1: But but he told me if I got a job in one of those states, then we wouldn't have to choose between one of them. So I've been putting out applications in all three states.
2: Okay. Well, I would say, Debbie, a a motivation to sell just because you guys feel like it's it's too big isn't necessarily, you know, an urgent reason to sell. I understand if the upkeep is too much and you're like, oh, man. But if you're running numbers and seeing, okay, what else could we get um, to be able to even pay cash, yeah, for something. Are you guys thinking even something as small as, like, getting, like, a townhome type thing? Or are you wanting another another just residence?
1: Well, we even thought about a townhome for a while. But my husband likes to play loud music. He's really into music. <laughs> so. A neighbor really that close Might be difficult for him Party on They always wanted to Party at Debbie's house Dad, turn the music down
2: (laughs) Yeah, so if you So if you can get Yeah, six ten, And you said you guys have looked For houses even like In the three, four hundreds Yeah And and it's not
1: great I haven't been looking for anything Really any more than Three hundred fifty thousand Because I would like to Be debt free
2: Sure, yeah How old are you guys? 66 and how much do you guys make
1: he's already retired so he just lives on his he just has his retirement and i'm a nurse practitioner do you want to keep working how
2: how much do you make 120 that's nice and are you Mm -hmm. do you want to retire soon
1: I would love to retire, but I do like what I do, so I don't think as a nurse practitioner I'll ever truly, really retire. I might end up doing some ministry, but...
3: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, and you could go part-time, and you go, I like doing it, but not 60 hours a week, you know? There
1: you go. That's so, me. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, and I'm doing the math here, and you'd have about 370 380 maybe after fees, right, if you sold this house today.
1: But then i got to pay the realtor, too. Well,
0: that's what I mean. After, after your fees, maybe three sixty after all the fees mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and so then
0: we go what can we find for 360 and mm-hmm. maybe it's a little further out but you guys won't have to travel to work anymore so location is not as much of an issue
1: yeah and Debbie too I definitely want to get out of this area it takes me two hours to get home from work oh gosh no thank you I know
0: are you working with a good real estate agent right now
1: we are he's I don't think he's with the Ramsey group. He might be because he does teach it at his at his church. But he's a great Christian guy, and we really trust him. Okay, He actually sold us our house. 15 cool. Years ago.
0: Well, I I mean, is is he looking for you right now and going, hey, here's our budget. We don't want to go over three sixty. Find us something that's a single family home that's got at least two bedrooms.
1: No, I, I that is my dilemma right there. If I sell. The realtor's tell me, Debbie, what's gonna, what are you going to do if you, if you sell the house? Uh, we'll, we'll be homeless because we don't have a plan.
0: Well, you get the plan first, and then you can match this up. I mean, once you're under contract, then we go ahead and list yours, and we know yours is going to sell. But we can start getting your house in shape to sell as well. So you don't have to put it on the market quite yet.
1: Right, but I can't afford to get something else right now either until we sell this house, so we're in a dilemma, do you but you Make haven't anything. done the
0: homework to know exactly, this sounds like your emotion more than facts. And,
2: and you would do your contract based on the sale uh, the of your home too, Debbie, so all the funds would transfer. It would be
0: contingent. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Which, which, again, would add a level in the clause of the person if they're up against you and then a cash offer that's overpriced with no contingencies, then sure, they're probably going to pick a different... Um, buyer than you guys yeah. you know possibly so there's that but, but the beauty but, but of the cool market stop. is that
0: it's not as competitive as it yeah, was yeah yeah i think there's so a lot of fear you're here, able debbie. to
2: do that you're able to oh, yeah. to do the I mean, transfer yeah. of funds though very, i just want you to hear that debbie like you're going to yes your house has to sell but I, i'm confident that it will uh, yeah, and you guys just be smart about what you want to buy, your budget for what you want to buy. And then you guys, yeah, put your house on the market, again, contingent upon the sale of your home. And then once it all goes through, in a perfect world, obviously, that your house sells, you, and then the home that you guys have are under contract for to buy in your budget, everything just flows right downstream, and it's great. But but also, Debbie, too, there's no, there's no urgency. the The main motivation for you guys is that it's just too much house and you feel like we're not using it six bedrooms it's just us Mm -hmm. so yeah there's no rush to sell but i would think no there
1: isn't and and even the realtor told me he said maybe we should go down a little bit and reduce the price a little bit and i'm like i'm not that motivated
2: yeah (laughs) so you're not in a you're not in a problem that you need to sell right now
0: yeah and that's a good thing but also you've got to grapple with this fear you have of change and what what if and what if and what if and instead start to look at the facts with your realtor and go all right here's what we can do here's the house that we can buy with this much money so that we can retire next year instead of seven years from now and there's going to be some compromises with that but you can do it at your own pace because you're not desperate
1: i'm I'm willing to compromise that's why i'm talking to you guys
0: (laughs) we are the compromise what's your husband want to do
2: debbie real quick does he want to sell and get out my husband, yeah, uh, no,
1: he loves his house.
2: He loves it. Okay, oh. well, that you guys need to get on the same page first and foremost.
1: This isn't—he has to listen to me complain about the traffic all the time. There we go. <laughs> that is
2: true. That traffic would hey, be the squeaky very wheel gets the grease, and, Debbie.
1: You yeah. work them and down as a
2: nurse practitioner. If you can switch uh, facilities, even in a different um, clinic or, or we hospital, need a lot of at. Debbies
0: out there, yep. nurse Practitioning. So thank you for what you do, Debbie. Appreciate it. This is the Ramsey Show.
4: If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed you can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people.
0: george Campbell, joined by rachel Cruz this hour you're listening to the ramsey show give us a call and we'll talk about your life and your money the number is 888-825-5225 reba joins us up next in amarillo reba welcome to the show
5: hi hey how are you (laughs) oh i'm a little nervous don't be scared it's
0: just us reba
5: we're not mean. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ken Coleman's not here. Dr. John Deloney's not here. Just a nice people. Dave definitely isn't here. Dave's We're, for sure is not here. Super
2: nice, this is a super nice show today.
0: <laughs>
1: What's going okay. on?
0: Reba, are you still there? Did she pass out?
5: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. goodness
0: gracious. I thought we lost you. Okay.
5: How can no, we help I've today? I've waiting for a question or something.
0: Oh, well, the question comes from you.
5: <laughs> oh. How can we help? Oh, the question's. Um, my husband is such a tightwad that <laughs> we were supposed to go out with the congregation last night and break the feast for Yom Kippur, which is oh. also called the Day of Atonement. Yes, um for our, for our belief and he when he he showered and he um got dressed, but then when it was time to go, I told him how much it, the meal was going to be nine ninety nine. Oh, he couldn't spend that much. So my question is, when is it okay to start having a little fun or spending a little Reba, money? Reba, that's on not your question.
0: Your question is, how do I get my husband to stop being a tightwad? <laughs> okay. You know, you can spend nine ninety nine. No,
5: well, I, Are do you guys,
0: this I
2: What What's your What's your situation, Reba? Give us a, what, how much debt do you have? None. None. How much do you have in savings?
5: Um, none for me, but for him, I don't know if he'd want me to tell you, but he's got a little bank, a little wad. Well, if he um, does, then you do, Reba.
2: You both are married. No, do you have separate
0: bank accounts? No.
5: Yes. No, I'm not allowed Reba. to be on his bank account. <gasps> Why? I, no. What's because he's a tightwad. I'm not allowed to do anything. Hold no. up. All right. So now we Time got out, thing. Reba. Now we got it. We Reba got it. works to support herself as a wife to Douglas. Douglas and Reba.
0: <laughs> Hold oh, on. And you guys, man, this is Reba, a married couple ma- we're talking to. How long
5: to. have y'all been married, Reba? Um, a, we've been together for about 10 years, but only been married about three and a half, I believe it is.
2: Okay. So... What is happening here is that you guys are not aligned. You're not working as a team. And what happens is no. even these small signs, yeah, of not having the same bank account, him not wanting to share with you, all of that, like what ends up happening is it ends up integrating into other parts of your marriage. And so it's big red flags in general that you guys could have a much more intimate, a much more uh, dynamic, a much more deeper Relationship—if you guys trusted each other on all levels—and it doesn't sound like you do.
5: He doesn't. He had bad, a bad ex, and I'm getting all the blame. Okay. Um, well, until
0: he deals with this baggage, this marriage is going to continue to just be this weird, mediocre roommate situation.
5: Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, probably, because that's what it seems to be right now. Yeah.
0: Can this old dog learn new tricks, Reba? Can we get him to to go through Financial Peace University with you to maybe get some counseling together?
5: I don't know. Okay, you said you're trying to get him to go to counseling, and I haven't been successful yet. Okay.
2: Um. What What spiritual affiliation are you guys? You said the Day of Atonement. All of that is. This is messianic. Okay. Yep. Um. Okay, so I would get do you guys is it is it a rabbi you have or a pastor messianic Jew? I mean I I'm familiar with that, but who, who rabbi. Yeah. Well
5: we have people in the congregation, couples that take turns doing a lesson. Um, we don't actually uh, have a rabbi up front. Okay, um, well, I was going to say just
2: getting with someone. I mean, you guys are are have a spiritual community, that's why I leaned that way first. But even just good, um, yeah, good marriage. You know, counseling or therapy. Which, again, he he's a adult, so he's going to decide uh, if he wants to go or not. But I think one of the best things that you can do, Reba, though, is is have a conversation with him and tell him how you're feeling and why you're feeling the ways you're feeling, and so just saying like we are I feel like we're not enjoying life I feel like things are so separate because they are when it comes to our money and here's what I want like here's the vision I want for our marriage here's what I long um at to be as your wife here's what I want as a husband here's what here's what this looks like for me and why I want that I want stability I want to be able to do this life together and be a team when we took vows you know what was it three and a half years ago that that this is what this is what I'm looking for and what I really want from you. So tell me what you're hearing and, and have this conversation back and forth. But I would really have a heart to heart, a serious conversation with him that's more than just the money and the more that he, and more than just he won't spend nine dollars and ninety nine cents on a meal. Uh, this is going this is going deeper. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I, I want feel that for you that, that
5: way. Okay. Yep. So and, and I want and I, I want this for you guys. I d- Thank you. I do, too. (laughs) But uh, it's been a battle. It's been a long uphill battle. I hear that. Well,
0: especially when there's, you know, past trauma and exes and this is how I grew up experiencing money and now you're very tight-fisted with it because you don't want to get hurt again. And so that's where he seems to be coming from, which is understandable, but we can't keep living that way. And
2: you shouldn't pay the price for what had happened in the past either. Do you know what I mean? So... Um yes. So I think you guys have some some real heart to heart conversations coming up soon, um, and, that, and that's what I would encourage. And then if there's any way for him to love you as his wife, and just say, "As my husband, will you please um, sit down and watch this first video? We're going to send you Financial Peace University. So hold on the hold, hang on the line. Reba and Austin will pick okay. up. Um, and and you guys even just sit down and watch the first one or two videos together. That that'll jumpstart you on the financial side. But if you can get him. Uh, to get a third party involved to sit down and, and just have some, some good marriage. Marriage counseling, marriage therapy, I think is one of the best things ever because they, they are able, a good therapist will be able to dig underneath the surface of all of this, ask you good questions. There's a lot of self-reflection and understanding why I'm doing the things I'm doing and it's just healthy. Um, So if you're able to do that, I think it's a real gift.
0: Absolutely. And if he's unwilling to watch 45 minutes of a lesson of Financial Peace University, then I think we need to take those more drastic measures and go, listen, I cannot continue like this being roommates. I signed up for this because I want to become one. Yeah. To have this level of intimacy and relationship. And money is just a symptom of so much else going on there. And Reba,
2: don't say, oh my God, what was his name? Douglas. Douglas. Don't say, Douglas, you're a cheap wad and I think you need to watch this video, right? (laughs) We don't go after it with insults or with sarcasm or anything. Truly with your heart as his wife. Being as honest and as vulnerable as you can be with him um, is a great place to start that conversation because it can be easy to point fingers and nag and,
0: you know, be like, roll the eyes. It's one thing when you're, you know, 21 and getting married and this is all new. It's another when you're older and you're in a different season of life and you have all this baggage that you never really dealt with and now you're just hanging on to it all. That's a much harder thing to unpack. And because there's just decades and decades of this exactly trauma right. that you haven't dealt with. I'm also going to throw in a copy of Own Your Past, Change Your Future, along with um, Financial Peace University. That's our friend Dr. John Deloney's book. And I think a lot of this has to do with his past. And until we deal with that, it's going to be hard to affect our future positively. So hang on the line, Reba, and we will make sure to gift you that book. John was just in the control room. We should have just had him jump in uh, here I
2: know, right? on the phone
0: with Reba for and fun. And here's what's
2: fascinating always about this about this show and this topic, George, of money is is money problems are never money problems it's never what ends up happening right we think that oh it's an issue here and he won't spend the money but under a lot of money problems is life stuff happening Mm. and getting to the root system is so important because money just magnifies right who we are it amplifies who we are and that's what it does and so you've got to figure out at the root of who am i and what is this amplifying and so it's it's important work to do
0: We can't just look at the external surface issues. There's always something bubbling underneath, and we got to deal with that. But it's so, so worth it. And we hear this with debt-free screams on the stage. We try to get our money right, and all of a sudden, our marriage improved. Yep. And there's a direct correlation there, because you have to deal with things like communication and values and how we operate when it comes to money. So do this stuff. It's so worth it. We're cheering you on, Reba. This is The Ramsey Show. George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. This is The Ramsey Show. You can give us a call at 888-825-5225. Justin joins us up next in Charleston, West Virginia. Justin, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, guys. How are you?
0: Doing well. How are you?
3: (laughs) A little nervous, but not too bad. Uh,
0: You'll be all right, Um, buddy. What's going on?
3: (laughs) So my wife and I uh, got married five days ago. Whoa. Congrats. Congrats. Are you calling us from the honeymoon? Uh, no, after. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Nice. Where'd you go? Well,
3: not the full honeymoon. We we took a little trip, uh, little trip up to Cincinnati for a few days. We went to the zoo, saw a couple sites, had some barbecue. It was it, it was a good trip. Nice. Uh, how can we help today? On the way back, uh, on the way back, we were talking about like uh, how we want to structure the marriage. Uh, we talked about money, talked about uh, time with kids, stuff like that. Uh, and I'm not very good with money. So I figured I would call and see if uh, you guys had any advice about the good path to set out on so I could build a good future for me and my family. I'm Aww. proud of you, man. Thanks for the call.
2: That's a great question.
3: So do you guys have kids? Um, I, she has a son. Uh, he's my stepson. He's three years old. And we have a, uh, a little girl on the way. She'll be here in January. Oh, sweet!
2: congratulations.
0: Okay. So you're <laughs> just, you want to start this marriage off on the right foot. Where's yeah. her, her head at when it comes to money?
3: Um, we're we're pretty well aligned, um, especially now that she's pregnant uh, and we're married. We're looking to save, pay off our debt, uh, and I'm a little uh, a little scared by all. Of it. It's a little intimidating.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, the good news is our plan is real simple, and you do things one step at a time. So we're not going to overwhelm you with, overwhelm you with seventeen different things to do. We just want to set you off in the right direction, and we are also going to gift to you guys Financial Peace University. One year of that, okay. so you can watch through all nine lessons together, get on an every-dollar budget, and start making a plan for your money and feeling that progress. So how much debt do you guys have collectively?
3: Um, we have just over $20,000 in debt. What uh, kind 50 of debt? 50% of, uh, of that is in uh, medical and student loans, and the other half is in uh, uh, two vehicles.
0: Okay. Cool. And how much money do you guys have in the bank?
3: Um, we have just over $3,000 in the bank right now.
0: All right. And what's your household income? Are both of you working outside the home?
3: Um, I'm working full-time, and she's working part-time. Uh, I make $914 every two weeks. I don't really know what that translates to in a year. Uh, and she makes about 600 every two weeks.
0: Okay. So... Well, our A1, you already have baby step one done, which is to save $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. And so now we're going to be tackling this $20,000 of debt.
3: Awesome. Um, is, do I need to do anything differently since the baby's coming? Should I have more money put away?
0: We do want you to kind of pause the intensity on the debt payoff and save up until babies, baby and mom are home and they're safe and healthy. Uh, But as soon as that's done, you can still stockpile cash until then, and hopefully you don't need to touch much of it, and you can use that towards the debt.
2: Justin, will she be going on maternity leave at the beginning of the year, I'm assuming?
3: Yes, she's going to get, I I believe, 16 to 20 weeks.
2: Okay, is that paid or not paid?
3: Uh, The the first 12 is paid. Okay, okay, that's great.
2: So, yeah, if I were you guys, um, just in the very first... There's kind of like the tactical approach, if you will, and then more just the philosophical approach. So these are Mm -hmm. tactical things we're talking about, right? So when you guys um, pick up with Austin after this call, I want you to get the videos and to do your first budget. You guys sit down, do your budget together. It's going to help your income go so much further. It's going to take a lot of these questions that you have, I think, out of the out of your head because you're going to know exactly where every dollar is going. You're going to feel in control, maybe for the first time ever. Um, Mm -hmm. And that budget really is your roadmap month to month. And you guys are going to be able to look at those numbers and say, okay, between now and January, we are going to stockpile money. Any extra money that we have, we're going to cut some expenses, do what we can to get as much money as possible in the bank. And then like George said, once baby and mom come home, Everything's good. Press play on that and then start paying off your smallest debt first. So you said half is in medical and student loans, the other half are in two cars. Split those in four debts. List those four, smallest to largest, and you guys start working on that smallest one. And and two, Justin, I would say that we find that the people that get out of debt Um, the fastest are the ones that sacrifice. So that's sacrificing lifestyle. That's you possibly taking on an extra job while she's home with the baby. Um, Maybe you're working, you know, a few extra nights. I mean, doing what you can to pay this off as much as possible and as fast as possible. Because when you guys don't have payments, uh, there's an amazing thing that happens. The amount of stress when you don't owe anyone anything uh you can really feel that and I think it just it, it helps you relationally too in your marriage. There's not this like, mm-hmm. oh, this 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 stress point that debt brings. And so that freedom is something I would work towards. So that's kind of the tactical side. But I would also sit down and you guys it sounds really cheesy, Justin, but my husband and I we do it almost every year and intentional. We call it just like a dream date night. So we we go out to dinner, we leave the kids with a babysitter, we go enjoy a nice meal somewhere and we just honestly we just dream we're like okay what is the next five years going to look like how old are our kids going to be like we map out our ages where everyone's going to be in school and be like okay, what what would be the dream like what would be the dream and out of the last dream meeting we're like we would love a pool one day we would love a pool and so we're like okay should should that be one of the things we start saving for in the next five to six years like do we want to put in a pool one day you know it's like it's these things that you just start looking at and you think okay do we want to take a vacation once a year with the kids to the beach like whatever the thing is that you guys want out of life and want to be able to do with money eventually like talk about it and just have fun with it it doesn't have to be this stressful gosh I'm not good at it she's not good at it you know take Stop using that language. You know, you guys just have a few date nights where you just dream. And then out of that, Justin, are going to come a couple of things. Your value systems are going to come out of that to say, okay, what do we value as a family? Um, Goals are going to come out of that to say, man a goal could be you know whatever you fill in the blank justin for what you guys want out of uh you know the next few years of life you know maybe for you guys a big goal will be to get out of debt the next goal will be to get an emergency fund after that in 10 years what could a goal be you know have these things that you're shooting for because that helps the motivation too when it comes to money that when you're making the sacrifices you're working towards something and you guys working mm-hmm. as a team in that is huge uh i would also talk about your fears like what what is the fear that you have when you said like i'm just not good with money i just feel intimidated like share that with her and be like i here's where i'm at like it feels overwhelming to me i'm fear that i'm I'm fearful i'm gonna fail at this um i don't want to end up like my parents like whatever the thing is like talk about the fear let her do the same uh women's number one financial fear is the lack of security so she may say Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like I just want to make sure we're going to be okay. I have a new, the new baby's coming. Like let her say those things out loud. Like you guys, when you share in all of that emotion, it's more than just money. Uh, This was the last call we were even talking to last segment. Like, you know, those conversations are that, that that is life conversation that happens to be through the avenue and the lens of money. Oh, yeah. Um, but you're, you, you guys are just deepening your relationship even in those conversations. So, so that's what's fun about money is there's a tactical side that you guys can have numbers to, and you're doing a budget and you have a, a numbers goal that you're working towards. But there's also like that philosophical side of, you know, what, what, where do we want to be generous with our money? What do we want for our kids? What do we, you know, that, that kind of dreaming goal setting side as well, which I think brings couples together. And when you work together, it, it goes that much faster and it's that much more fun. It's that much more fun to do the journey together.
0: Great wisdom there from Rachel. So Justin, how old are you two?
3: Um, we are both 23 years old. Okay. What are you doing for work? Uh, I'm actually an EMT, uh, and she is working at Walmart.
0: Cool. Cause I noticed just doing the math, I feel like getting your income up would really help because looking at... Was that take-home pay numbers you were giving me or was that gross pay?
3: That's take-home pay.
0: Okay. Because yours adds up to about 23. Your hers adds, adds up to about 15. So if we can get your take-home pay up to relieve her because she's going to, you know, have this baby. I don't know what childcare is going to look like and work is going to look like, but if you can bust it and start to make 30, 35, 40 take-home pay, and maybe that means switching career paths completely, getting some education, that's going to help because your greatest wealth-building tool is your income. Okay, buddy. We're cheering you on, man. We're going to send you Financial Peace University, and I'm also going to get you Ken Coleman's book, From Paycheck to Purpose. That's going to really help you start dreaming about what that career could look like, because man, it changes the game when you can get that shovel up, and you can start digging out of this hole a whole lot faster, my man.
2: You got it, Justin. We're excited for you.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. To the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz. This is The Ramsey Show. Well, Rachel, it's been an exciting week. I'm honored to be a part of one of your newest product lines. Thank you, George. I'm going to hand you this box
2: right here. Oh, I get to so be a part have, of this. We have three boxes in front of us because this week, yes, we launched the new Rachel Cruz Slim Wallet. So we have the Rachel Cruz Envelope System that it has built-in envelopes. So when you're budgeting early on, you can cash out categories that you tend to overspend, and it's a great wallet for that. Now, once you've moved past the envelope system, you use your debit card mostly. I just like the convenience of having still one envelope to have cash in, but uh, a place to put all my cards, and people on social media are like, that's a lot of card slots for people that don't use credit cards. No, there is Costco cards. Sure. There are other debit cards. There are gift cards, your insurance card, your license there are other cards in the world besides credit I cards. I wish so. if you
0: put a credit card in here it would like pop back out like it would not allow it. <laughs> that would be
2: actually very That would be cool funny. technology. Yeah, yeah so but it it's holds beautiful. Your, so it's just a slim wallet holds your cards one um, one area for one cash envelope. And yeah, it just makes uh, budgeting still easy and and as a as a lady, it's just convenience. So you ladies know if you're switching purses you all the time, know. it just it's helpful.
0: I feel like my wife has to buy a new purse every week. I'm like, <laughs> don't don't you have. She's like, well, this is a different one because I need one that's smaller because this but one's this. too big. And I need the
2: strap on this one. I know it's it's a thing. It's, it's very a thing. stressful. So these wallets but three are three colors: three colors, black, champagne, which like a metallic gold, and a camel after
0: named after me for George. You messed up the spelling though. You called it with a C. I know. I'm on sorry. the website, we'll have to fix that. It's Terrible. And I got really excited because I opened. Mine up and it had like hundred dollar bills in it, <laughs> and then I realized this is fake prop it's money. Fa- fake money. <laughs> so if you order one of these, you will not find money, fake or real, I know, in there. Sorry, you yep. can put your own money in though because you follow our plan.
2: That's right. Very. So cool. these are. Um, real leather they're beautiful it smells great and we partnered with our friends at join that is a, a company out of india and they hire uh people in all the vulnerable communities of india to give them trade and give them work it's a really just Very it's cool a beautiful mission. thing so i'm so thankful that we get to to partner with them so go to rachel or go to ramsey and get your Rachel Cruz Slim Wallet available today for thirty nine dollars. Again, three different colors. And, you know, we're just making tools for your money. We're just we're just helping the whole process out.
0: I love it. Well, you know, having something beautiful that can remind you about your journey. You know, you yes. see R C on there, you're like, That's right.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to make this. a bad
0: spending decision because Rachel <laughs> wants me to win with money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Well, congratulations. Thank Fun you, week. George. All right. Open phones this hour, 888 Scott is joining us all the way from Phoenix, Arizona. Scott, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, good
6: afternoon. It's nice talking to you both. You as well. Um, yeah, thanks. So I've got a real mess on my hands. Um, before... Friday of last week, life seemed pretty peachy, and after Friday, it it got messy. I've got basically a home invasion, a burglary in my primary residence, and I can wrap my head around the things that were stolen, the material things, the high-value things, but I'm having a really difficult time wrapping my head around the sophistication of the the thieves, the breaking into, you know, home safes and stealing all of our personal documents, including passports, ID cards, my son, and our birth certificates, bank statements, sort of all that. And I'm I'm just curious, I really value your advice. And I'm curious if there's anything proactively other than reaching out to my bank and whatnot that I can do to prevent any future, and I'm sure it's coming, but any kind of identity theft that uh, will manifest itself.
0: Mm. I'm so sorry to hear about that, Scott. That is, I mean, on top of just frustrating and heartbreaking, it's scary. I mean, you just is, you can't
6: sorry. feel so safe in your personal.
0: own
2: home.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So well, a lot of emotional baggage, but it's kind of being proactive and thinking about you know how we can get in front of this. Other than you know we have insurance, we can cover the material things, but it's that. Do you guys have identity theft status. insurance by chance? So no, in, in that regard. But I do monitor the the bureaus pretty frequently and and check uh, scores and things like that. So I don't know if that's equivalent. Probably not.
0: Well, have I'm you put a fraud to... alert on all of your credit accounts?
6: Yes, we've done that piece.
0: Okay. Um, should I, and
6: you've put I a freeze on them as bureaus? well? We, yes, we put a freeze on everything. We have new cards, checkbooks coming out, um, but like passports and Social Security cards. They're all gone. Yeah, we, you'll need to contact the, the, the Social
0: Security Administration and get that sorted out and let them know what's going on. But outside okay. of that, the, the main issue is going to be the financial piece of this. And so if you've got a freeze on your credit report with all three credit bureaus, you said you've done that?
6: No, I haven't done that piece yet, so that's okay. kind of next. I was curious if, that's, if that is a, a something we should take as a step, obviously.
0: That's very important, yeah. because the, the number one thing that's going to happen is they're going to try to create new accounts with your identity, and I've had this happen to me, and so I can tell you from personal experience. Not the home invasion part, but the identity theft part, and people are creating accounts with my Social Security number, old addresses, and so putting a freeze on those credit bureaus will stop those from happening. Have you filed a police report, I'm guessing?
6: Oh yeah, yeah, we've got that done, and they actually caught somebody, but there were there were several involved.
0: Oh, that's wow. great. One person in custody.
6: Yeah, it is great. Well,
0: it would be great to get um, some of those I, documents back too, if they're uh, if they can yeah. get those.
6: George, they, did you go directly to the bureau website, or how did you do that?
0: Yes, go to each of the websites: uh, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, and you can start that process. And on top of the police report and freezing all of your credit with all the bureaus, file a report with the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. You can do that on their website as well to notify them. Okay.
6: Good. And then, of course,
0: you're going to be diligently checking bank and any kind of card statements. Obviously, you're going to want new cards, new accounts. I would just go through that whole process to be safe. And uh, do you have any debt?
6: We have no. Well, that's not true. We have a little mortgage. Okay. Uh, I just
0: a, want to make sure the there revenue. wasn't debt floating out there uh, as well, because you'd want to get any of the fraudulent account records from debt collectors. Mm. And yeah, you've already but, contacted but, your uh, bank. Do you have more than one bank?
6: We do. Okay. Yep, we've contacted all of them. Change and then back, your and utility
0: providers, mm. you'd want to Good contact idea. them as well. Okay. And then, of course, passwords and usernames, which that one may be the most frustrating because you don't even remember the passwords to have this stuff. Yeah, no kidding. But that's, that's the A1 because if they get in your email, that's a whole other situation. Okay. So I've got a resource for you at Ramsey Solutions uh, on identi- what to do if your identity is stolen. If you search those words, you'll find it on there. It's about a 14-minute a listen. Uh, You can hear me read it or you can just read it yourself, but that'll go through all of that. We just had to fly through it on air for sake of radio time, but man, I'm so sorry.
2: Sorry, Scott. That's such a hassle. And for the
0: future, today, I would go check out our friends at Xander. They have ID theft protection. Luckily, when I had this happen to me, I had just started working at Ramsey and I contacted them and they were on my behalf were cleaning up this mess for me because it can take dozens and dozens and dozens of hours. Just yeah. to mess it's with it. It's like us. a
2: part time job. Yeah. Because there's so much so many yeah. angles. There's so many things. So mm. I'm so sorry, Scott.
6: Thank you guys. Yeah, it's a real nightmare. But uh we'll get through it.
2: Yep, I yeah, you the will. Insight and advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Hope that helps.
0: Man, that's such a that's tough that's situation. True. Just heartbreaking. So hard. <sighs> Especially with home invasion. Identity theft mm. alone is frustrating and scary, but a home invasion is way too personal. Oh gosh. Yep. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Um, do, you, do you guys have a lot of like cameras? Are you one of those family? I'm sure Winston because oh. he's a big privacy nerd. Oh,
2: he loves Nothing's his technology. So we got three different types of cameras, George. From, wow. From like internet-based, not internet-based. Oh, in like it's the Wi-Fi, wifi goes down. down. Yeah, this yeah. one we kicks got it. in. We got it all. The bases covered.
0: Producer James loves that. He's, he's big on this stuff. James isn't even his real name. We don't even know. <laughs> this man is so good. But me and James do are talk you, privacy a lot. I'm like I got a leg in it because I'm interested and I love the technology. Yeah, and I've dealt with this stuff and it's not yes, fun. Yes,
2: I've never had my I've never had a I, I've never dealt with a home invasion. So sure, I've um, never had that. Yeah, happen. Um, but I and almost, there's only so much you can do, and that's what's scary too. Is like, yeah. wait, I mean, yeah. So you have the camera, so maybe you can kind of catch the people, but what, what else I are mean, you gonna other do? Other
0: than like, alarm systems that trigger sure. and call the security. You know. Yeah. There's It's just a a fact of life, unfortunately. But there are a lot of things you can do to protect yourself, especially on the financial side.
2: Right, on on the logistical side of, yes, yes, all that, for sure, for sure. Oh,
0: Scott, buddy, I'm hoping the best for you to clean this up as quickly as possible. Get ID theft protection today, people, from our friends at Xander. It is super, super cheap. It'll protect your entire family, and it is so, so worth it. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to everyone in the booth, Austin and Ben and Zach and James and Andrew whoever's in there who knows Nathan and of course you America we appreciate you listening and Jade fellow Ramsey personality we'll be back with you before you know it Hey, if you're a fan of this podcast, we've got more where that came from. As you know, at Ramsey, we're always looking to protect our listeners from scummy companies, slick marketing, and money myths. I'm George Camel, host of The Fine Print, where I do the research for you to help you rise above the system that's designed to keep you broke and in debt so that you can become confident in your money choices. Check out The Fine Print wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.